0: Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and welcome back to another episode of Self-Love is My Rehab, where we are all tired of abuse and our addiction. I'm about to get my partner in crime, DC, on the line so we can start the show. So please, tune in and love yourself. Yo, yo, DC, what's going on? Complex, what's happening, man? How you living? You know, the thing tricked us tonight. It usually say blog talk radio, but she didn't, but it's cool. It's cool. She got me. You
1: know, my heart stopped a couple times.
0: It did. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. But, um, (laughs) all right, all right. What was the vibe of the week for you?
1: Man, touchy moments of being a parent, man. Like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I swear to God, like, bonding with your children is is something, you know, been totally different. And I say that to say because, um, like, usually during the summertime, like, you know, my uh, my child, she visit her mom on, you know, certain certain weeks and certain days out of the month or whatever, and, uh, um, yeah, she had been gone these last two weeks, and I had just picked her up a couple of days ago, and uh, when I seen her, she just, like, she just cried, and I was like, you know, what's going on? Like, you straight? Like, I need to shoot somebody? Like, what happened? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? She was like, like, I was just happy to see you. Like, I'm not used to being away this long, and he's like, she was like, you know, a couple mm-hmm. days, I'm good, but after that, like, I ain't good. I like, was <laughs> like, like, oh sugar, like, don't do this to me. She got be crying in public, Aww. like, doing yeah. that. But I, like, you know. And I mean, honestly, like, you know, the feelings is neutral. You know what I'm saying? Like, whenever my daughter's gone that long, you know what I'm saying? I kind of don't be knowing what to do with my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And. It's not a bad thing, you know what I'm saying, because it does show, you know, my love and, you know, my affection for my kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I devoted my life to making sure that her life was straight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And, you know, that's just kind of the sacrifice that you tend to make as a parent, you know what I'm saying, to a certain extent. But, you know, I do say that you shouldn't, you know, lose yourself completely into your child, you know what I'm saying, and not have a life of your own. Because then, yeah. you know, probably eventually, you know what I'm saying, when they start to fuck up and do stuff like, you know, that you didn't raise them to do, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you start to, you know, become the villain in their eyes as well, you know what I'm saying? So But mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, man, like that was just that was just a heart melting moment, you know what I'm saying, of my week and probably up until the next week. She's gonna be mad because she got she got another two weeks to go. <laughs> and, you know, just being with her mom before school starts, but um, you know, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, I don't get the same. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, I don't get the same uh, greeting when I pick her up because I ain't trying to cry Uh-oh. no more. I'm done with that. I can't be crying <laughs> like that. Uh,
0: <laughs> God, ain't nothing wrong with crying. is both. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm only got one thing for the Keeping It Complex. Um, I'm gonna say this to all streaming channels to all um you know any type of membership amazon prime hulu netflix etc be okay <clears throat> with letting a person cancel okay just be okay with letting them cancel y'all be acting like that ex that just don't want to see you go i tried to cancel amazon prime and it was trying to give me <laughs> benefits it was trying to get me like um different like oh well if you stay for another two months you know, we'll uh make you free for two months. Just just let me go. Just let me go. <laughs> but I know they have wow. to do that to keep you, but yeah, they act like that ex that just don't want to let you go.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, you know what's funny is that I actually work for the damn company and on they uh on their little um employee portal <laughs> um through an app. They'd be like, you know, you thinking about leaving? Well we can help you out. Like well damn, can you do that with your subscription? Like why be why be trapped up in these contracts and shit, but like I can easily just leave out your uh out your uh, facility or out your um out your job with no problem. Like you don't be trying to keep me then.
2: (laughs) Oh shoot!
0: Well, all right, y'all. We are on the last episode of season five. We're going strong into season six. Um, you know these season shades today. Ted, it's been a long time coming. Like he said, he said it seemed like it took two years for us to end this season. But it's cool. I feel like this was the best season out of all of them though. But we gonna get right into it. You know, we uh we reflecting on we reflecting tonight. You know, every at each at the end of each season we always do a self reflection and um you know me and DC decided it's time to do an evaluation of the relationship that we have with ourselves. So um. You ready, DC? I'm
1: never am, but shit, let's do it.
0: All right. Okay. So the first question is, what perspective do you have now about yourself versus when you first started the podcast?
1: Who, I would say, um, I'm I'm definitely content at this point. Um, I'm a I'm way more mellow-headed than I was before, you know what I'm saying, at, the, at that particular time. I would say, like, you know, every every attribute that, you know, I was lacking in, you know what I'm saying, like I said, like, with uh, with self-confidence, self-love, um, uh, self-awareness, anything that involved myself, you know what I'm saying, like, I felt like I'm ten times as better, you know what I'm saying, now at this point. Um. Mm-hmm and you know i feel like i can i feel like i can conquer a lot of shit now at this point you know what i'm saying like i feel like this podcast has really you know helped me it it it, it pretty much opened up that 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 lack of um social skills you know what i'm saying that i never Ooh. wanted to utter out or you know do on my own like you know what i'm saying like, I feel like this podcast really gave me that confidence to be able to do that you know what i'm saying and yeah. The reason why I like it, you know, the reason why I felt like this was like a a perfect, a perfect mechanism for me was because, yeah, it's like a phone conversation, but it's like you're talking to multiple people. (laughs) You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And it's almost like you can't necessarily hear their feedback, even if they were to give (laughs) feedback. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's a judge-free zone. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, um, it's been the reviews and stuff too. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're continuously going because people actually fuck with the podcast. You know what I'm saying? They fuck with the characters, you know what I'm saying? They fuck with the hosts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they relate, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's what made it a lot easier too, is just, you know, we, we deal with people that, or, you know what I'm saying? Who have just found, you know what I'm saying? Like these new, um, I don't want to say problems, but situations, you know what I'm saying? Based off of what we were, you know, based off what we talk about, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's it's given me a better appreciation too to be able to um, speak about certain things. And, you know, people say like, you know, damn, like I, when you said that, like that really resonated to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm glad you really touched Mm -hmm. on that. Yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? Because like with, with my friends personally, like I was always that person that, you know, was pretty much giving their roses to as far as like, you know, being a good listener and, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, giving certain advice or, you know, things of that nature, you know, what I'm saying, and people would sometimes would just be in awe of my wordplay, you know, especially like when I'm really deep into a conversation, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like the gears is just <laughs> flowing, but, um, but now, yeah, like things of that nature, like, yeah, like this, this podcast as a whole has really like, you know, changed you know, my mentality a lot. And I feel like it all started with me just being able to open up and just talk about things.
0: Mm. Dang, uh, you know what, damn. <laughs> you studied the questions. All right, okay. <laughs> like, no, I mean, honestly, there's no wrong answer when it comes to, you know, about yourself. Thank you for being open about that. Um yeah. It's, like, really crazy. I would say, for me, the perspective that I have now about myself is that I realize how strong I am as a person and I realize that I don't have to be as pri- uh, so prideful about things and I don't have to care about what other people think. And this podcast has challenged me to be that person because, you know, this podcast, like you said, it's a safe space for us to, to rip off band-aids and talk about personal things. And even if somebody is judging us on the outside, we don't hear that feedback. All I've heard, was positive mm-hmm. feedback. You know, like I've, I've heard some things here and there, but I didn't even take it as negative feedback. I felt like, you know, this was just a harsh reality that maybe that person felt like it was an attack for somebody else speaking their truth. A lot of the things that we talk about on yeah. here, it may make somebody else feel uncomfortable, but I love the fact that I am very truthful and I'm not ashamed to talk about my past. Now I do realize that I need to be less talkative about the projects that I have coming up and the vision that I have because there are people out there who will prey on your downfall. And I have to learn to not be such an open book about that. So, you know, this podcast is teaching me about that as well because we have a lot of hurt people in this world and everybody does not want to see you win. So I am learning to be more secretive about that, but, you know, still be open and truthful about my past, because for the longest time, I was always taught, you have to be on point, you know what I'm saying, if you're having a bad day, everything is still fine, don't show weakness, and I was walking around being this emotionally numb person. I was able to turn my feelings on and off. I was able to go to the next guy after a breakup, you get what I'm saying, not realizing I'm taking all of this baggage into that next relationship. And because of this podcast, you know what I'm saying, I'm able to move so differently now. You know, like, I'm still working. And a lot of stuff, I'm, I, you know, it doesn't come overnight. Change does not come overnight. Because another thing that I've noticed, like, you know, listening back to the episodes, I am not the best listener. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, it's just for you to point it out to me, D.C. It's like when when I hear a person telling their story, I just want to, like, give responses so that they know that I'm listening. But when you all you hear is mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it sounds like, okay, she wouldn't really listen or she just saying mm-hmm because you know, right. she doesn't want me dead in. So I'm right. learning and I've noticed over the seasons that you don't really hear me jump on it as much, but I'm still working on it. Like, this podcast has helped me grow so much. And it's also helping me to be able to learn how to take compliments, you know what I'm saying, and 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 sit back and let people praise me and give me my roses for things that I've done. I've always been the type of person, I got to give somebody a compliment after they give me a compliment because I don't want them to feel left out. No, that's me being humble and being modest. Sit back and and think about it. Like, you know, you did two podcasts, you did two, you know, you wrote two books. Like you're out here doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like you may not be Mm -hmm. where you want to be, but I want to be a bestseller one day, but it's going to happen. Keep your eye on the ball. So like, yeah, yeah, this podcast has really helped me because beforehand, oh, I was definitely a modest-ass person, um, and I didn't know what I was capable of. And honestly, I that's why I always say in the shout-out, you know, no apologies at the platform for all of this because writing about something like that, anybody can tell you, I don't write about shit that I'm going through. I, ha- it, ha- I ha- it has to be years from now, you know what I'm saying, when I can finally write about something, and that challenged me. So, yeah. Um, All right, so that leads into my next question: What are you able to embrace about you now that you couldn't before?
1: Shit, just me as a whole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that <laughs>
2: that
1: pretty much that pretty much just involves, like I said, like my biggest my biggest obstacles. You know what I'm saying? They
2: mm. they may
1: have not have been obstacles to anybody else, but they were to me. And like I said, it was always just being social. You know what I'm saying? Like being mm-hmm. social was the was my biggest downfall is like trying to, you Mm -hmm. know, lift 300 pounds or some shit and you like a buck 20. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was was a weight that was heavy to lift. You know what I'm saying? Because, because of the things that I did go through that, you know, that pretty much hit that, you know, that that those moments of me being able to talk and, you know, really embrace my, my vocals. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it really, it really did take a toll on me, but now you know, I'm able to do that times 10, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to mention this in the shout outs and appreciations later, but um, (laughs) I just did a post um, for um, my clothing brand um, earlier today. And Mm. I was saying that, you know, I got shirts that's that's sold and it was based off of word of mouth. So I basically spoke this shit to customers, you know, to pretty much buy my shit. And that, I feel like it's a milestone for me because I was able to put the fear aside of having to talk to strangers. Like these are all strangers that so that you know that bought me these shirts that I posted, and you know I talked to them and told them about my brand, let them know what I had. You know, what I'm saying I was promoting this shirt particularly heavy because it's dyed with you know memories and not dreams. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that can apply to anybody and everybody. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. simply it just means, to, you know, just to go for what you want to go for. You know what I'm saying? And accomplish all the goals that you can in life. You know what I'm saying? Because we have a mm-hmm. lifetime to live, but it's not promised to us at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. best to just do what you can do while you're here and, you know, have memories of it and not have what ifs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? so uh, So, yeah, like, that was something that I'm, that I'm able to embrace. And, you know, like really just being, being my true character, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm a goofy ass person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I imitate a lot of, a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Or I just do goofy shit and I just say goofy shit. You know what I'm saying? I give people laughs when, when it's needed or even when it ain't needed shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm,
2: I'm,
1: I'm just, I'm full of joy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, that's what my character is initially, but, You know, as you grow up, you, you know, you meet different people and, you know, they have different motives or different things about themselves that tend to drag you down, you know. And I just didn't have the confidence at that particular moment in my life to be able to say, like, you know, hey, whatever you may be going through that's probably helping you get through life by, you know, talking about me or doing this, that, and the other is still not going to affect me because I'm going to still do me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have that mindset then, but I definitely got it now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't talk to somebody, it's not out of fear of, you know, wondering if they're going to like me or not. It's just like, hey, if you don't talk to me, i don't talk to you, then fuck it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe it's not meant for us to talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't hold myself accountable for, you know, for judgmental people anymore. I don't hold myself accountable for that no more. You know what I'm saying? So I'm able to embrace that. I've felt like that's been the the healthiest thing I've been able to do in order to, you know, um, really get in tune with that self-love and that self-awareness because I, I feel like we, we don't celebrate that enough. You know what I'm saying? That self-love and that self-awareness, like that's something that we all need to embrace. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. something that I have happened to have embraced as well. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, from talking and, you know, making promotional videos for the podcast, like that's something that I would have never have done for a high school presentation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was so terrified to be able to do shit like that. Cause it's like, I'll be thinking about all the variables of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if I'm, you know, if I'm shaved, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I got like a nice haircut, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, did I wash my face? You know what I'm saying? Is my teeth clean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Do my breath stink? Like, I don't give a shit about none of that no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, granted, like all that. All that is a given, by the way, <laughs> you know, especially the especially personal hygiene shit. But like, you know, like for the for the promo today, like I ain't shaved my beard and shit like that because it's like, if I ain't had time to do it, I ain't had time to do it. Like that's not what y'all. That's not what I'm bringing y'all here for. I'm bringing y'all here for a particular message and a particular message only. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I don't get I don't get into satisfying the society, you know, just out of fear of they may just like you know point out the negatives instead of just taking the message out of it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's something that I embrace, and I'm glad I'm able and willing to do. But, uh, yeah, yeah, what about you?
0: I'm able to embrace that I'm not perfect. <laughs> I'm not perfect and um, that perfection does not exist. On every episode, every episode, yes. you're probably going to hear me use the word the wrong way. Um, I probably said something backwards, like that is me. I've always had my off moments where things just go over my head, and I'm learning to embrace that. But it was hard for me to, I'm going to say overall embracing myself, period, and learning not to apologize for me being me because I was always around people that would laugh at me when I tried to be my goofy self or when I tried to just like be be free and be a vibe, someone just always had to make a joke about it. And that made me just clam back up. And you know what? Okay, I'm about to just bring all of my light back to myself because when I try to expose it, oh, you doing too much or, you know what I'm saying? Here she go. You know what I'm saying? We got to make a joke about it. And right. I'm just learning. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with me. I, I'm I'm a good person. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I will be there for you. I used to give the shirt off my back, you know what I'm saying? But I'm learning to love myself more, you know what I'm saying, so that I can be able to pour into others. I used to be a person that was depleted, still trying to give to others. So I'm still a giving person, but I'm learning to not be emotionally available to others because it's a lot of stuff about me that I'm unpacking that I have to work on. And I have, to under, I have to realize that I'm not responsible for other people's problems. You know what I'm saying? I'll sit there on the phone and give a listening ear if you need it, but I also got to work on my shit too. You know what I'm saying? Because I find myself in distraction mode. So I'm just learning to sit with myself. I'm learning to, um, I'm learning what makes me genuinely happy. You know what I'm saying? Like I journal every day. I'm still trying to meditate. Like, my, my focus sometimes is not there, but I give it, I, I meditate for like five to six minutes, and honestly, they say that is the proper time for a beginner. You know, I'm learning different techniques and everything. I'm teaching myself. I'm getting back into reading. Like, I'm just really embracing me. And like you said, like, you know how you said word of mouth with your, um your you know, your clothing brand. I'm learning that I can't sit back and expect for my books to sell themselves. I can't expect for the podcast to sell itself. Word of mouth. I have to get out there. So that's my next challenge. I'm about to start doing vendor events, like really get, you know what I'm saying, my projects out there. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, okay, that goes into my third question. What is different for you now since the first season of this podcast?
1: Uh, opportunity, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Opportunity is definitely, you know, different for me now. And it's because, you know, simply because I applied, you know, myself a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? like I said Mm -hmm. in the previous question, like that's, that's been something I've been lacking in as far as like with skill, you know what I'm saying? Like, and the only reason why I would prevent myself from opportunities, you know, especially like with, you know, my clothing brand or, you know, um, justification, (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. It's simply because I'm—I just wasn't applying myself at the time. You know what I'm saying. And I feel like when I started to notice, like the more I applied myself to to you know certain situations and stuff like that, like it's been able to work in my favor. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like I—I I stopped looking like that particular person that was a pushover for everybody. You know what I'm saying, just yeah. to get their satisfactions off of you know what I'm saying what they may be going through, and they can put they can you know relay their situations on me just to make themselves feel better, like you know what I'm saying like i've 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 built that boundary, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so you know and like a <laughs> funny story because um i was getting I was getting some furniture for. Um, I was getting some bedroom furniture for um, for my kid, you know what I'm saying, just to upgrade her bedroom set and everything like that. And they've been giving me the works, you know what I'm saying, for the past two, you know, maybe even three weeks. And I had to go in the store and, you know, handle some situations and stuff like that because, like I said, they was giving me the runaround. And I had bumped into my salesperson, and he was asking me how things were going. And I was like, not. Nah, as according to plan because you know what I'm saying, like things got mixed up between me and you as far as like ordering stuff, yada yada yada. <laughs> and um, you know, we got to chopping it up and shit. And, you know, mind you, that's that's part of, you know, <laughs> you know, what's different for me now is that, you know, I'm actually having conversations with people and not and then not be really short conversations. Yeah. Like I'm actually implying myself, you know, just like thinking like, okay, well if this person asked you this, this person asked you that, you know what I'm saying, like maybe like reply to, you know, with, you know, extra things to, you know, prolong the conversation, you know. So I don't know what came about of us getting on to the topic of, like, you know, businesses and stuff like that. But I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm trying to get this clothing business up, you know, up and running and stuff like that, yada, yada, yada. He was like, oh, you sell clothes and stuff?
2: And I was like, oh, okay, what you got? You got
1: something that you can show me? I was like, nigga, stay less. I'm about to open up this phone for you right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, long story short, like, you know what I'm saying, he paid for a shirt and a face mask. You know what I'm saying? And the next day, you know, dropped it out to him and boom, it was just like that. You know what I'm saying? And it, 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 it brings me... It brings me to, you know, such a proud moment for myself personally because, like I said, like, if this was me from, I want to say, from 2016 on back, like, I would, not, I would not have been able to succeed in any fucking thing, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> that wouldn't have been me at the time, you know what I'm saying? I probably would have still been stuck in my ways you know, being antisocial and, you know, just being stuck in that mode of just accepting that, like, you know what I'm saying, and not really understanding what benefits I could have if I was to change that around, you know what I'm saying? But for me to have to go through certain, you know, chains of events and stuff like that to really change my mindset on a lot, you know what I'm saying, in my personal life and making just those sudden adjustments, was the best thing I could have ever done, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes it just takes this sudden adjustments to, you know, fill voids, you know what I'm saying, in your personal character to be able to do bigger and better things. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, like, when I looked at it that way, it was like, okay, like, okay, well, let me just start a clothing brand. Like, let's do something that we never really thought to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was like once I got the clothing brand running, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I first got it up, like, I sold – probably overall 50 shirts once I first started, you know what I'm saying? And then, uh, you know, COVID hit, that fucked me up a little bit, but I never let it bring me down. You know what I'm saying? We were still plotting at the same time on what we can do, make the next move and stuff like that. You know, that was a, that was a thing also that, you know, that's different for me now It's just my way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like when I get into a rut back then, like I used to just shut down completely and just give up. You know what I'm saying? Because I felt like the task was just too difficult at hand. But, you know what I'm saying? That changed for me as well. It was like, you know, yeah, so what? You're going through a bad time right now. That don't mean it's going to last forever. That just means for you to just Mm -hmm. take a step back for a minute, recollect yourself, and think differently on how you can progress and come back twice as hard. You know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what I did. And, you know, right now, I got this new shirt that's out and you know, it's it's selling like hot cakes. I'm not even gonna hold you up. Like it's really, it's really selling pretty well. <laughs> it, it's selling pretty well. And you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just I'm just proud that's of fun. myself overall. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference that I made within myself to you know, and, and it was just little adjustments, you know what I'm saying? And because it was such little adjustments, that gave me bigger confidence to be like, Okay, if that was the, if those little adjustments were were just enough to be able to do just that. Just imagine what it's like if you made bigger adjustments, you know what I'm saying, or make continuous adjustments about yourself. You know what I'm saying, thinking of new ideas to be able to, you know, uh market your brand or, you know what I'm saying, you know, just having just just having a far side imagination of where you could be. You know what I'm saying? It's like making like an imaginary plan for yourself cuz like I'm I'm going to get into the fact of actually writing out my thought process and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because they say when you write it down, you can speak it into existence, you know what I'm saying, a lot more effectively. So I'm going to really get into doing that, too. You know what I'm saying? Just having, like, a little personal diary or some shit like that and just writing stuff down. But, um... Mm. But, yeah, like, you know, like I said, like, my biggest downfall was, like I said, just, you know, not just being verbal, you know what I'm saying, but when I changed that and got on this podcast and really spoke my truth about things that, hell, I didn't even want to think about saying in my head or out loud. I was able to do that. And once I did that, that should open up so many doors for me to, you know, really get in tune with myself. I, that really opened up the door of self-love for myself. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I I haven't looked back. <laughs> so yeah, that's been my greatest achievement.
0: That's for sure. Yeah, uh, he also got better on communication, too. I, I know about DC shutting down. Real fact. Like, he, he won't answer Real the phone. Fact. You got to send the white boy meme face. He's like, my bad. One of <laughs> them days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so what's different for me is, of course, I'm single. Um, got two books out now, and I have another podcast. I always shout it out, Queen Survives and Visions. And I'm also a co-host on poetry event called Express Yourself. So, yeah, opportunities yes. have come for me as well. Um, I feel more comfortable talking about my books because I, I used to have books before No Apologies. I took them down. I'm revamping them. But I wouldn't talk about them. Like, I was very, very modest. The only people that would know about my books was my friends and my family really didn't support. Like, some people in my family did but not, like, I think uh, I got a couple more people that support this time, but that whole word of mouth, I never talked about it. My friends had this, uh, you know, say like, oh, yeah, you know she got a book out. Like, when Kay used to have to be the one to tell people about the books. My mom had to be the one telling people about the books. My mom was on her yeah. deathbed selling my my uh, book before. Like, that's how, yeah, that's how that's you close. know, much she believed in me. So it was just yeah. like, damn, wh- why can't I do it? But I think I remember... Back in college, I had put flyers up. I wrote this book called Honey, Save Tears, and I put flyers up. <laughs> BC, well, I'm tough when I tell you that I was just crushed because when I came out of class, somewhere in the trash, flyers were covered up by <laughs> oh, new flyers. So I'm like, damn. So I think that's what discouraged me. But you know what? Everybody not gonna like. You know, like you're you gonna have some people that don't like your stuff, but you are gonna have people that really rock with it. And that's what I choose to look at. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm learning now. My mindset is different. I'm learning not to be in my head and I'm learning to be gentle with myself. You know what I'm saying? Like because I told you before I had a reviewer that reviewed my book, No Apologies, and she gave it a two out of five. Now the old me it crushed me. I'm gonna be honest, they crushed me. But the old me would have gave up I wouldn't have published the second book. I would like, you know what, fuck this. You know what I'm saying? She's right. But I was like, fuck no. You got 14 five out of five stars on Amazon. So, you know what I'm saying? Somebody loves this book. And it's from different people. I didn't pay none of these people. And all of them are saying, I couldn't put the book down. You helped me to see my way. So, Fuck what she's saying. You know what I'm saying. Like you can't let that stop you. Like I'm, I'm learning to check myself more now. And because the old me, I, I would um, act before thinking. I will always like you know react before thinking about the best decision to do. Um, You know I'm learning to sit with myself because the old me, after a relationship, I'll be trying to find the next guy, or I will be out here. You know what I'm saying back to being promiscuous because I didn't want to sit with myself and I didn't want to think about that pain. This podcast has really helped me to live in my truth and to change because I'm realizing if I sit up here and I tell other people what they should do, but I don't put no action behind my words, they're going to be like, bitch, you all talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, you all talk. Beat it. I don't want to be like that. I want, I want to be able to apply what I preach So that I can tell you I'm a living testimony of it. Because I didn't believe, I used to be the person listening to people here all the time saying, love yourself, love yourself. And it's like, what is it? But it's like, I like how we come together and we dive into it in a different way. Yes, there are so many different self-love podcasts out there. But the way we handle ours, nobody is as real and raw as us. That's what I personally believe. Because a lot of people don't want to tell. They don't want to be that vulnerable and rip Band-Aids off. We, like you said before, when it feels good to hear somebody say what you said just resonated with me, we make other people feel comfortable ripping shit off. Right. That's what I love about this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just had to say that. But, um, okay, that goes to my last question. How would you evaluate your relationship with yourself overall?
1: Oh, it's the bomb.com, com, <laughs> It's a, it's a bomb.com. Like, I, I can honestly say, you know what I'm saying, like, right now, I'm truly satisfied with, you know, my progression and, you know, my growth, you know what I'm saying, as a person. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, my history you know, with myself <laughs> in general, knowing all the things that I've done, you know, behind closed doors or, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, in certain relationships, you know, based off of based off of my character at that time and how it was pretty much molded, you know what I'm saying? I can honestly say I'm truly happy with, you know, where I am right now. You know, I'm a lot more about me and not solely about others.
2: I okay. can definitely
1: say that was, um, that was a, uh, that was a, uh, that was a terrible moment for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, to, to answer a little bit more in that last question, I, I am single and still single for like the last no, no. fucking,
2: <laughs>
1: the last fucking like what, six, seven years or something like that. And, you know, a, me back then wouldn't have, wouldn't have been okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Because I I've always depended on somebody else's love, you know, for me versus the love for myself. And nowadays, like, You know, like, I still have my moments where I'll be like, you know, damn, like, you know, I wish I could wake up to somebody, you know, hug them, you know, grab their butt, clap their cheeks, whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it's not a priority to me anymore, you know what I'm saying? I feel like having a relationship wasn't such a priority for me because that was the only way I could feel love or, you know what I'm saying, anything Mm -hmm. of that nature. But it's like now, you know what I'm saying, I love myself so damn much, it's like, you know, anybody else's love for me comes secondary at this point. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's more soothing that way. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because you ain't got to worry about nobody breaking your heart or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That and, you know, like I was saying before, like, you know, just being able to just being able to embrace the the, the vocals. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, especially with this podcast, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have any shy moments, you know, anymore. Like the first two, three episodes, yeah, I was probably like, uh, yeah. And, uh, and and that, and, um, you know, we're going to talk properly. We're going to do this and that, you know what I'm saying? Like I was sitting up there, just like really try to make it a perfectionist, but you know, like you had said with, with, you know, with us doing this podcast, like it's, we're we're able to rip off bandages and be able to help others do the same. You know what I'm saying? It's not mm-hmm. it's not your typical fucking um, AA meetings because I sat through those before and they're very depressing. You know what I'm saying? Because you go it's into those chance, and you talk yeah. about the same shit every single goddamn day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You'll you'll hear people talk about you know they had their license suspended like seven times and it's like damn how are you still walking in society? You should be behind bars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. You know, if you have you have those, you you just have your mind just bombarded with just such negative thoughts to where like you would relapse, like type of shit. But um, mm-hmm. but with this podcast, you know, like you were saying, like you know, it's it's so judgment free to where you can pretty much talk about your situations, whether you are serious about it or you want to jokingly talk about it. You know what I'm saying, like. It's it's a go with the flow situation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not it's not the fact that once the show is over and done it's like you gotta think like well damn like if the things that I have said, like I wonder if anybody gonna, you know, like judge me based off of what I've been through type of thing. Like, nah that's not the case because, you know, this podcast is built off of, you know, engaging into people who can possibly feel the same way. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And we are the front runners of it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what makes it that's what makes it, you know, such a great, you know, um, uh, platform to do it on. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. uh, but not again, nonetheless, like, you know, like I said, like, you know, <clears throat> from, from back then up until now, like, you know, I definitely, I definitely, uh, my evaluation to A plus for myself, you know, I still, I still got some bumps and bruises here and there, but you know what I'm saying? Like the fact that the fact that I'm able to accept it, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I did learn about. You know, AA is like you know just pretty much accepting anything and everything about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Whether you know you wasn't shit in you know in this situation or you was a hundred percent right in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like you accept it and you figure out how to move on along with it. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. what are you going to do better to you know you know to uh, to rebound from that. You know, so that's that part that's on my love for, for sure.
0: Well, I ain't giving myself no damn grade, but I definitely agree with you.
2: Um
0: <laughs> because I went to a uh, um I went to a domestic violence meeting before. And I felt mm. like, yeah, talking about it just makes you think it makes you relapse. Shit. Hell, rewriting no, writing no apologies and writing the sex moments is what made me relapse. But you gotta read part two for that. So, yeah, DC got me together in there, y'all. He didn't hold up. So um, (laughs) I would definitely evaluate my relationship with – I would say my – the relationship with myself is still under construction because um, while starting this podcast, um, I was still unlearning things, but I was still also in in the same pattern. You know what I'm saying? Like like I said, like I said on my other podcast before – My last relationship basically was a test to see if I learned my lesson. And he just came in a different package of, you know, competing for attention, you know what I'm saying? And like not having my own individuality. So I'm learning now to who I am because like you, I felt like I could only thrive and be myself in a relationship, but in a relationship, I'm the biggest people pleaser ever because I enable my partner. If I see you stress, I want to make it right for you. And yeah, that's not good at all. You get what I'm saying? So um, I'm learning now. That's why I said in the, in the previous answer, uh, in the previous question, I can't be there for somebody and give my all until I look out for myself because I have been that person that was depleted and, you know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, the one thing about the breakup is that it, it's it's a harsh reality because in breakups we always tend to blame ourselves oh. and we have this whole embarrassment thing and we stay stuck asking these questions, right? But
2: right.
0: what I'm learning is um, when I was rereading Out of Darkness, Out of Darkness paints the picture of, What it's like when a victim leaves her abuser or his abuser and what we endure afterwards, how we can become the abuser, you know, how that abuser was a reflection of people that treated us like shit or a reflection of some of our abusive ways because the people we come in contact with are a reflection of us. And I realized um, that, yeah, you know, exactly what happened to me in my breakup was the same thing that I did to someone else. So this relationship taught me how you can come off to people. When you're in the process of finding yourself and you're emotionally numb, you will hurt people and you don't even realize what the fuck you're doing until you sit back and have conversations like this and be like, damn, that shit sounds kind of fucked up when you think about it, right? But you don't know it because you're you're in survival mode. So um, I say that to say still times where I cried from the breakup because he was so invested on both podcasts. You know, um, I talked about him a lot and I still, I can't listen to certain episodes. I can't even reread Out of Darkness without wanting to cry, but even when I cry, I thank God that I'm not emotionally numb anymore. I thank God for being able to hold myself accountable for how I come off to people and I thank God for just you know helping me to Learn to still be gracious because I realize how I can be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't sit up here and and hate him because he just came to show me what the fuck I was doing. He came to show me a reflection. I had to see how it feels, and it humbled me. You hear what I'm saying? Like, there's so many different lessons. It's just how it all depends on how you want to look at it. So I evaluate the relationship with myself is that, I am um, learning to look at everything since they saw you and not have tunnel vision anymore because that was always my downfall. I'm looking at everything, every aspect of my life, my spiritual, mm-hmm. my friendships, my relationship with myself, my workplace, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was about to wake up today and work, and I said, hell no, I will save that stress for Monday through Friday <laughs> because the weekends is mine. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. Um yeah, that's my take. You know, I'm feeling riled up. That was a good shut me the fuck up segment. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I'm feeling good. Okay. Well we gonna yep, go okay. right over into <laughs> we're gonna go right over into simulate your mind. Drop it, D C.
1: Shit. All right, oh, fuck geez. it, nigga. It's been a it's been a Sunday off but we right back at it. Shit, let me clear my nostrils and my uh, Oh office. yeah, I'm
0: thirty one now, y'all. My birthday was last week, sorry. Yeah. Oh, shit, happy birthday, you old motherfucker. Give me the green. <laughs> no, no. Let's assimilate that mind. Correct. We old as shit in this bed. We not old. We get experience. Okay, so the question this week is, <laughs> what, <laughs> what generational curse or generational curses are you trying to break in your family right now?
2: Hmm.
1: (laughs) I would say, honestly, the dysfunction. I would say the dysfunction of it, you know what I'm saying? And I say that because in my family, which I'm pretty sure is like that in, you know, many other families is that we don't stick together as much as we should. You know what I'm saying? Like this whole, family definition, you know, blood is thicker than water. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't do this and that negatively with, you know, your family members because that's family. They've been knowing you since you've been born and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, <laughs> I don't believe the shit no more. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, once I came out with this brand, like, I only had, like, probably, like, one family member that fully supported. I, I take that back. Probably like two. I take two family members that have supported me, but it was only one time. You know what I'm saying? Like most of my sales has been came, has came based off of strangers and close friends. You know what I'm saying, including including you and Queen K. Shout out to Queen K. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like it it it's crazy because, and and not even just to fully go into you know what I'm saying, like supporting me on what I'm doing. It's just the fact of just not being there as a family member. And I always hate the fact that you have to, you know, be the bigger person with mm-hmm. people that are older than you. You know what I'm saying? That, are, that should be potentially more wiser than you. You know what I'm saying? For you to be the bigger person and be the more wiser person to either squash certain beasts that don't even pertain between you two, You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying, just to break the silence of, you know, what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't – I don't like the fact that I grew up in the family that that really segregates themselves. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you have your group of cousins that hang out with each other and talk about another group of, you know, cousins or aunties and uncles and shit like that. Or you just have, like, you know, your group of cousins – that just only fuck with each other Just simply because they grew up with each other And you know so forth You know what I'm saying Like I don't remember Going to any family reunions Actually I take that back I remember one One family reunion And I was probably fucking Five <laughs> I was five Yo. I'm not even going to hold you up Like that was the last fucking no, family I'm reunion I've been to I, I was five
0: I'm laughing because yeah, you know it's true
1: yeah and and like that's sad like i i wish I wish that the family that I was born into was a was more traditional than what it is now, you know what I'm saying, and granted, you have like family members that are backbones of the family, you know what i'm saying the 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 um the pulse of the family that keeps the family going, but unfortunately, every last person that was that is gone and nobody decided to pick up where they left off. You know what I'm saying? Like I've had I've had an aunt who, you know, invited all the cousins that I grew up with, you know what I'm saying, over you know, over to her house to have like a pool party slash barbecue type of thing. And that's what kept us attached. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that was that was at least one place we knew that we was gonna link up at if this was hosted by our aunt. But she's gone, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And when it came to my grandmother and my great grandmother, you know what I'm saying. They kept, you know what I'm saying, the age group up under them in check to where it's like, hey, y'all better not be no motherfucking strangers. Y'all better come around. You know what I'm saying. My grandmother, yeah. she would barbecue in the winter time. She didn't give no fucks. <laughs> she barbecued mm-hmm. in the winter. She sat out there with some. She sat out there with some boots and her tongs, flipping motherfucking ribs, hot dogs, et cetera. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she kept that shit going. Nowadays, most of my family members do that, but they only invite certain family members. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. me personally, I don't get reach outs or anything. I don't get reach outs or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? And a part of me hurts off of that. You know what I'm saying? Because based off of what I remember, I remember my family being intact and together. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the older we get, the more we either grow apart or just segregate from each other. And I feel like that's fucked mm-hmm. up. You know what I'm saying? I feel like family should always be there through thick and thin no matter what. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. ideally supposed to be like the closest people, you know, to you to be like your support on anything and everything that you're going through. But... Mm-hmm. With me, in my case, I support. I I benefit from my friends and expect more from my friends than I do from my family because they're nowhere to be found.
2: Right.
1: So, um, yeah, dysfunction is definitely my uh, <laughs> my uh, my trait that I wish I could uh, I wish I could change. But it don't take just me; it just takes other family members as well. And if you're listening, well, I'm sorry if you differently, but it is what it is. Come uh, hit my DMs or contact my phone. You know my number.
0: Okay. Okay. We ain't going to get all that. We're speaking our truth. We don't give a damn. We ain't, ain't got to go to blows. Listen, um, <laughs> so the curse, the two curses that I'm trying to change, I'm trying to break in my family is possessiveness and uh, I would say possessiveness and emotion, the victim mentality, the victim mentality. Um, My family is good for if they say something to piss you off because I was good for it, calling somebody else in the family that's going to side with you and tell them, you know what I'm saying, everything the other person did wrong and not fully tell what you did to play the victim. Or pointing out everything that you did wrong but not holding yourself accountable for how you came off and possessiveness. Um, my family can be very possessive, and they just feel entitled, period. You get what I'm saying? Like I said before on previous seasons that, like, if I was to come back home and I posted that I came back home and I didn't hit up nobody, I would instantly get calls. Some motherfuckers would be bold enough to post up under the uh, page. oh, you can not even come see your Uncle Earl like, just to play, the system, somebody's telling me, right? But they don't say, you know what I'm saying, like, oh, you know what I'm saying, I know I, know I did you wrong, and that's why you don't feel comfortable around me. You get what I'm saying? So right. I'm learning to break that because it is very unhealthy. Just because you're family, I need you to understand that my energy, my self-love, my peace of mind is very important, and – I don't have to deal with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like you think growing up that you have to deal with that bullshit. And people wonder why when we go out into the real world and we start getting into these intimate relationships and we start developing these friendships, it's similar patterns to what we've developed with our family. Like I had an epiphany the other day, a lot of the friendships that I had growing up, the pattern is very similar to a victim who has pissed off her abuser. She wants to know what can she do to get back on that person's great good graces. That was me with my friends. You know, like when I felt like I was the butt end of the, you know, the end of the joke all the time, or, you know, I was always the one that they picked on or they threw shade at, but oh, I was just joking. No, you're, you're just disguising, you're masking it as a joke. This is how you really fucking feel. But it's like the people pleasing me, what can I do to make them like me again? You know what I'm saying? Like I would sit up there and, and laugh along with them, knowing that it hurt me on the inside. I'm going to laugh along with them and just act like I can take a joke. But it's like, why why do you pick on me the most? You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, I have to change my patterns. There was a meme that said um, – When you cut off people that disrespect you, you also have to cut off that person that you were that allowed it. You get what I'm saying? And that's how you grow as a person. So I have to learn to change the pattern with my family like I'm learning to change the pattern with, you know what I'm saying, my friends and everything and relationships. No, you're not going to talk to me this way. I shouldn't have to be scared because you're my uncle, you're my elder. I shouldn't have to be scared. I don't like how you talk to me like this. It hurts me that you don't check up on me. Don't take it personal. I have to take it personal. You're my family. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to play six or that. but until then, I don't feel comfortable around you. You know what I'm saying? And I need you to respect that until we can come to a, a common ground. You know, I just feel like we got to stop this whole being only seen and not heard because as the child grows up, you still see them as a child person, thirty five years old, and you over talking them. You talking shit about them, but then so, well, why you don't come visit me? You good for guilt tripping? That's another thing that I am trying to break. We guilt trip and we don't even sit up and ask, well, damn, what did I do to make this person feel so uncomfortable around me? We we play and we get amnesia as we get older. So I can understand why DC said you can DM me, but we not about that. We just speaking our truth
1: how
0: you take nah, it i'm just fucking around. i'm just fucking around. i know i know i know i'm just saying but no i mean it but it comes <laughs> to that you know where a person you don't have to go on there and tell my business it gets to that point listen all right, all right. you are going to be the bad guy in someone's story but how you handle time. it is is, is 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 it tells the truth about you you know what i'm saying so you got to look at yourself and that's my take on it so all right now dc we're
1: getting deep into this thing. We're going into shout-outs and appreciations. What you got for us? Oh, shit.
0: You out here talking and talking about we getting deep in
1: this thing. All right. for sure, We're <laughs> about to get
0: deep into this. Shit. Uh, first and foremost,
1: shout-out to self-love. is my rehab. You know what I'm saying? This has been a therapeutic experience for me and a goldmine for me as well. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, without self-love as my rehab, I would not have been able to progress into the person that I am today. So shout-out to it one more time. Shout out to you, Complex, for, you know, having this conversation on the phone with me, talking about, hey, you know what I'm saying, I should do a podcast. I was like, shit, nigga, let's do it, shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll
2: be in a and Yada, yada, yada.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So without you, it wouldn't have been possible. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to you, you know what I'm saying? And uh, shout out to God, because without God, it wouldn't have been Complex thinking about this, you know, self-love my rehab shit. And shout out to God again, because without him, she wouldn't have been like, hey, DC, I need you to be my podcast partner. You know what I'm saying? Like let's do it. <laughs> you know what I'm Shout out to God, cause you know we right here today without you know because of him. And uh, shout out to Dynamic Culture Apparel, that's my baby Do Not play with it, please, because nigga, I am dropping shirts. I am dropping shirts. <laughs> Die with memories and not <laughs> dreams, man. This 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 shirt has been a big hit for me. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, granted it ain't my company logo. You know what I'm saying? Like this one's is selling a lot more than my brand loco. You know what I'm saying? I ain't but heard about it. You know what I'm saying? It's still it's still bringing in money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I with memories and not dreams. So um yeah, this one this one is a big hit for me. You know what I'm saying? So
2: like I said, if y'all
1: want to cop a shirt, twenty five, a pop, you know what I'm saying? I'm fully stocked. You know what I'm saying? From size small up all the way up to uh two X. Two X. You know what I'm saying? So if you fit that caliber, holler at your boy. <laughs> and um, yeah to close it out shit, shout out to all my positive vibes for positive energy kings and queens and shout out to all my negative Nancy ass fucking butterball turkey I'm sorry I tried to switch it up and make it funny I ended up laughing at my damn self but uh, shout out to all my, all my negative Nancy's with negative vibes and negative energy we still love you at the end of the day we just waiting for you to catch up
2: must
0: Okay, so I'm gonna say shout out to this podcast, Self Love Is My Rehab. Um, I am a better person um, because of it. Uh, shout out to No Apologies because that's at the platform for Self Love Is My Rehab and Cleans with Visions. Out of Darkness is out, y'all. It's been out since my birthday. I am 31, yeah, so sure. I just want to say shout out to God for you know um, letting me see another year. You know what I'm saying? Because you'll never promise tomorrow, so I'm very grateful. Listen, I d I don't consider myself old. I consider myself just getting wisdom. I'm sorry. I'm a still I'm gonna be sixty somewhere on the yacht. I'm not gonna be in nobody's nursing home. I'm speaking that into existence right now. Uh shout out to you, DC, for coming on. <laughs> you drop heavy gems all the time. You saw he laughed at my ambitions and shit. I still love you, bro. I still love you. <laughs> but
2: but
0: uh, you know, um I also want to uh I want I want to shout out myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm just really proud of myself. I'm getting out here and I'm about to get this vendor. I'm about, to, I'm about to get like, you know, dive into being a vendor like, you know, I'm I'm ready. Uh and um I had something else, but you know what? I'm having a brain fart right now. So I guess it's probably not meant to be said. I'll say it on another one. But yeah, um go follow me at uh on Instagram at complex underscore angel 90 also please please go visit my website um linktree slash complex underscore angel you can find everything there you can find the episodes of self-love Is my rehab and queens of vibes visions you can sit back smoke a blunt drink some wine while reading no apologies and the follow-up mm-hmm. to it out of darkness you get what i'm saying like get out here you know let's support black-owned businesses let's support each other Uh, Yeah, with that being said, all right, DC, I'm going to sit back and let you introduce to what you know about that.
1: All right, first and foremost, uh, also, you can follow me on dynamic underscore culture underscore apparel, or you can follow my personal page for the ugly guys that is super ugly. That is super, S-U-P-A underscore 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 ugly. You know what I'm saying? Representing for them ugly guys because you know I'm an ugly nigga. But hey, yeah.
0: we got to get
1: into that. What you about that topic? Hey, what you know about that? What you know about yeah. that? And I know all about that. Little hey, oh, okay. So, with um with approval, with complex,
2: <laughs> we gonna
1: talk about the <laughs> <your> baby. <laughs> we gonna talk about the baby, and um how. He is basically being canceled for his remarks about um the LGBTQIA community. And man, listen, um, <laughs> you said <know>, what? Okay,
0: <laughs> you just added two letters to the end, nigga. He said IA. What's the IA symbol?
1: I don't even know, but it's in this uh, it's in this (laughs) article that I seen. So I was just rolling with it. Oh shit! Okay, no, maybe they added something as I digress. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's from it's from a statement from the baby actually, and I'm gonna read it to you. Proud and loyal member of the LGBTQIA plus. I didn't even see that plus part plus community. (laughs) 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 Much of my life has been dedicated to encouraging love, acceptance, and open mindedness. The Internet can fuel a lot of hate and anger and is the nucleus of cancel culture. But I believe it can also be a place filled with education, conversation, communication, and connection. It's easier to cancel someone than to find forgiveness and compassion in ourselves or take the time to change hearts and minds. There is no more room for division if we want to keep seeing progress. Knowledge is power. I know I still have so much to learn. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm pretty sure everybody knows pretty much the statement that he said on stage during one of his performances, you know, that we ain't going to go into that. But
2: yeah.
1: my thing is I get his whole statement. And we've been through this before where we had people say things out of pocket and, you know, Without sudden apology, they started getting canceled from all their endorsements or performances and et cetera.
2: Mm-hmm. My
1: thing is, <clears throat> I get that you may have not interpreted that way as far as like you know your statement, but it's like in a sense, you have to understand that the 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 society that we live in now is very sensitive to everything that you say. Very, very, mm-hmm. very sensitive. And it's gonna automatically come off as offensive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not even trying to bring it up, but you know what I'm saying, like I've I've experienced that with this podcast as well. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't it wasn't, you know, no foul player or nothing like that. I didn't really feel any type of, you know, negativity towards it because, you know, I'm aware <clears throat> excuse me. As far as, like, you know, how people can take certain things, you know what I'm saying? I, as a human, I did, you know, have some sort of, you know, rebuttal about it, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying, it was enough to be able to say, like, okay, people are going to think and feel how they want to feel, you know what I'm saying? as long as you didn't feel that type of way, it's okay to issue an immediate public apology type of thing you know what i'm saying or you know what i'm saying in certain in some sort of case you know have some sort of closure to it basically what i'm saying but Mm -hmm. i feel like with these celebrities especially the ones that are very vocal me personally i feel like in some cases with these celebrities they only tend to make a public apology and you know uh retreat away from their personal opinions or you know their statements. It's just based off the simple fact that they're losing money. Now I heard, I think I I think I seen that the shows that he was scheduled for, which he was canceled by seven, I think plus more. He he got canceled by seven um, shows, and I think it may have been more in counting. But mm. I think some of them, I think some of them, he had already been paid for, and they were non-refundable.
2: You know what I'm saying? Mm. So
1: it's like, in the, it's like, okay, I may have said this shit, but it's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm still getting paid type of shit. So it's almost in a sense like, okay, like the public apology, is it sincere? You know what I'm saying? Or is this public apology just to be put out there for future bookings? You know what I'm saying? Like you just never know. And I think somebody had mm-hmm. posted also – um, they had said I think it may have been Safari. I don't know if it was particularly off of this particular uh topic, but he was saying like I see why Beyonce don't say shit. You know what I'm saying? And I mm-hmm. think I think a lot of I think a lot of um, celebrities just kinda like, you know, keep their mouths closed based off of certain comments based off of certain situations because it's like you can say the littlest shit and the internet mm-hmm. will just blow that shit up completely. You know what I'm saying? Granted, like, the baby probably didn't really just, like, he didn't make that statement out of nowhere just to target, you know, people who may, you know, be dealing with AIDS or, you know what I'm saying, like, um, experiencing a different sexuality that can cause AIDS and stuff like that. I don't think he potentially targeted people in that nature. But it's just your word play is what got you in trouble. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I think about it wholeheartedly. You know what I'm saying? What you think about it?
0: Um, I I honestly feel that celebrities, some can be genuine because they probably wasn't expecting, like, damn, I didn't expect for it to blow up like this. And right. others, you know, will – um. Apologize because they don't want to lose that money. You get what I'm saying, but the overall the overall message that I get is that basically it's just a way of saying like we control you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like one mess up, you're fucked. You know, you can get blackballed in the business, and that's what makes it very scary because there's so many things that you feel so scared to talk about because you don't want to offend somebody. Or like you said, we live in a very sensitive generation now and it's good to be living in a sensitive generation because a lot of things that we let slide before with cyber bullying is getting checked now, but it gets to a point where you just, you know, what, you don't want to say shit. And this is kind of like, not similar, but it is similar because he said something very offensive. Uh, Kodak Black has said something before about how he doesn't prefer dating the females of his color. He'd rather date brown skin or fair because they're not as aggressive and everything, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, a lot of dark skinned women took that very offensive, you know, and it was like, here you, here we go again, here goes another black man that is basically tearing us down. You know what I'm saying? And then it was so many men under his suite that was black men that were condoning it. And
2: on the yeah. grapevine,
0: you know, they, talk, they talked about it. And this one guy on there, he was a big Kodak fan. And he was like, well, you got to understand that Kodak black is, you know, from the street. Um, a lot of people on his team that handles his, uh, you know, his damage control. It's his homeboy. It's not people that has worked in the industry before, and they don't realize how serious their platform is, which is understandable. Because let's just be honest, you know what I'm saying? When we first started hearing reviews about people saying like, "Oh my God, your podcast really touched us," we we were right. like, "Really?" You know what I'm saying? Like like you you don't realize the big platform and how everybody holds on to your words. Like they, your words hold weight, and we don't understand that. We don't understand. What can come off as offensive? Because let's just be honest, we talk so much shit in our families, and we joke so much, and you go out into the real world and think that you can joke with somebody the same way. They either get sensitive, and they coming back, and they shooting up at school, or you getting canceled. You know what I'm saying? It's like, god damn, right. you got to, You have to be more cautious of what you say. But it's like you said, right. though. It's like, damn, you could say the littlest thing, and you get canceled. So it's like, damn, if I do, damn, if I don't. I feel sorry for the baby, but at the same time, he needs to be humble because, honestly, he should have been canceled when he slapped that girl off the stage, and no one said nothing. You Uh get what I'm saying? Uh No one said nothing. So he has to be humble because I saw a video on his page before he took it off where he was basically saying that um, I guess somebody said that he was homophobic for his AIDS comment, and he said, I have – gay friends, and none of them have any dumb ass, it's like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you dig in a deeper hole. Like, why would you go there? But it's like, you don't realize the big platform that we have. A lot of us never had this much money. A lot of us never had this much attention. So, you know what I'm saying? Right. We don't know what to do with it until something like this happens, and you're sitting on your ass, and you got to be humble. So, yeah, the baby... Yeah. Um, you know, maybe you can do a maybe you can do a comeback. Chris Brown did it. We didn't think Chris Brown was gonna ever come back from after that Rihanna situation. Okay. And he came back. But hopefully you know, okay, you know what, I'm gonna just shut the fuck up, move in silence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. you know, like get the fuck off the stage after that. You know what I'm saying? Like because I think he right. was in his concert. My thing is keep it get the fuck back. moving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Right yeah and, I, and and I think it's it's a it's a bigger learning experience for for celebrities you know for the simple fact that you know there's thousands and thousands of eyes on them, you know what I'm saying with different variables on how they look at you know life and you know the way people carry themselves, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and it's a lot you know I think once social media became popular, that's when people began to express the freedom of speech. More effectively, you know what I'm saying? Because without social media, who would have who would have knew that he had said that? You know what I'm saying? It would have been it would it would have been so it would have been more so of word of mouth, and you know what I'm saying? Like that would have that would have traveled a lot slower than it would have. You know what I'm saying? Based off of social media, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because people can post shit now. You know what I'm saying? To where it. Attracts thousands and thousands of people Now you know what I'm saying so your word Your negativity you know what I'm saying Travels a lot faster at this point
2: You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying so
1: um, In the sense I don't I don't I don't mind where he was coming from It was just his word play on how he was On how he used it You know what I'm saying Because like you said like you know with 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 The whole celebrity status quo you have to be very mindful as to what you say. And I mean, shit, it don't even necessarily have to be, you know, celebrity type of shit. You just got to watch what you say, period, at this point. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Especially if you're on a platform to where you are engaging into thousands and thousands of people. You know what I'm saying? Hell, mm-hmm. sometimes even littler than that, less than a thousand. You know what I'm saying? Because it'll just be, it could probably be that one to 25 people that can probably say, like, okay, what you said was offensive. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then, you know, just blow it completely out of proportion. They sell it right. You know, people, you know, other people would be like, yeah, you know what? I kind of agree with you. You know, he did kind of sound offensive with that. You know what I'm saying? If they plead their case correctly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And things can just be taken out of context. But, you know, I feel like he could have worded differently. But, you know, hey, like you said, like hopefully he can make a comeback. Hopefully, you know, his apologies and, you know, every gesture that he makes from here on out is sincere and, you know, and, and, it's, mainly, and it's mainly just off of hood shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the baby is a hood nigga. So you got to think, like, hood nigga wordplay is a lot different from, you know, <laughs> from any other wordplay. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could have legit been, you know, shouting out people, you know, <clears throat> who who don't have AIDS, and, you know, yada, 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 like that, you know what I'm saying, but not everybody came from the ghetto, not everybody understands the ghetto lingo, you know what I'm saying, type of thing, but at the end of the day, you know, like I said, hopefully, if he if he apologized, hopefully he's sincere, <clears throat> and, you know, hopefully he can get back to where he was as being a, a likely artist, and, you know, he can get back to doing his bookings and shit like that. I don't listen to the baby that much, you know what I'm saying, but um, he seemed like a pretty decent artist, you know. So hopefully, you know, he can turn it around and you know, yes, do, learn do
0: your damn lesson. Yes, yeah, yeah, because
1: he, cause he say he will he willing to learn. So you know what I'm saying. So hopefully, because yeah, because like I said, you got to look at it. You know what I'm saying. People from the ghetto don't necessarily understand the the society that they engage into. You know what I'm saying. It's always a learning experience. So yeah, hopefully he could turn it.
0: All down. right. Well. All right, we'll close us out with a dynamic culture quote, please.
1: Oh, you said it right. Shout out to you.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> this is the, uh, this is the <laughs> closed caption of tonight. Hopefully y'all enjoyed the show. Um, if you can take any piece or any word, you know, out of this podcast and implement it to your life, that'll be the greatest achievement for me in Complex, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, give us feedback. You know, we don't get too much of it, you know what I'm saying? So, Make sure y'all give us some feedback, you know what I'm saying, let us know that we're doing a good job. Even if we ain't doing a good job, we're still going to rock this bitch out. But um, I say that to say the conflict of – I'm, I'm tripping. The dynamic culture quote for tonight is love yourself first and anything else falls into line. You really need to love yourself to get anything done in this world. And I'll say that to apply to this, um, to this topic tonight. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you love yourself first. You know what I'm saying? That's the top priority. You know what I'm saying? Because when you love yourself, you, you're able to unlock a lot of characteristics that you never either was able to do before. You know what I'm saying? You're able to do now. So definitely love yourself first. You know what I'm saying? Apply to yourself first. And shit, conquer the world. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. It's a lot to do out here. It's a lot to accomplish.
2: <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? To go back to my, um, my, uh, my shirt, you know what I'm saying? Dour memories and not dreams. You know what I'm saying? Try to accomplish every goal that you may set in mind, you know, bring it to reality and shit, just conquer that shit. You know what I'm saying? We only got one life to live at this particular moment in time. Let's, let's do it to the fullest in this first life. And whatever we can't do should carry it on to the second life. You know what I'm saying? It's life after this too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's really, It really is. It's life after this one too. So just get what you can done. You know what I'm saying? Live life to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? Have memories behind it and, you know, limit, limit the what ifs in life. You know what I'm saying? Conquer it all. So, yeah, with that being said, peace and love. We out.
0: Peace. Love. Y'all.